Welcome to Make It Happen, powered by Avon. I'm your host, Evie DeAngelis. For over 130 years and 34 years before women had the right to vote, Avon has been empowering women to rewrite the rules for business success. Sparked by female entrepreneurship, each episode features spirited discussion with motivating, inspirational, and candid real-life stories and secrets to success and how to make it happen. Join us as industry power players share their personal success stories about embracing opportunities, embracing failures, trusting their gut along the way, and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show today. I'm your host, Evie DeAngelis, and we have a yet another wonderful show in store for you. And uh, today, I'm really excited um, to share that we are joined by my good friend and independent Avon representative, Linda Montavon from Woodbridge, Virginia. So welcome, Linda. So excited to have you. Oh, thank you for having me, Evie. And uh, today, we're going to talk about breaking out of your shell and developing the confidence to help you grow your business as an entrepreneur, which I think is um, such a great topic for you. And you know, we've talked a lot about how you've done that in your life. So we can dig a little deeper today and share with some of our listener. So you've been an entrepreneur for, for 21 years, Yes, which um, I know our listeners can't see you, but that's very hard to believe looking at you because um, I imagine 21 years ago, you were like two years old. So um, <laughs> it's the Avon product. It is. It's that's all about it the Avon products, right? <laughs> but I, you know, I think one of the things that was so surprising to me to hear was that you used to be a very shy person. And mm. I, I really did find that very hard to believe because you're so vibrant. You're so oh. bubbly. You do such an amazing job, not just connecting connecting with people, but really um, being present with people. I would love for you to talk to everybody about kind of that journey going from somebody, you know, kind of shy to this really vibrant, outgoing individual that sits before me today. Oh, it's been a journey, Evie. I'll tell you. When I joined Avon, I just really wanted a discount on my products. I fell in love with Avon products, so I I joined just to get that. So I really didn't look at this journey as a, a career opportunity. So I didn't view it as a way to make money. So being shy was okay. In in the workplace, I was I was not shy in my job, but as far as is in direct sales, it seemed like a, a crazy thing to think that I would ever join direct sales and right. be successful because I really was a shy individual. But Avon has given me the power to really do a lot of self-discovery and they've strengthened who I am. Well, you've strengthened who you are. Avon has given you the means to do it, right? Thank you. Thank yes. you. See, I'm still a work in progress <laughs> well, here. <I> will. <laughs> but so, I mean, I think that there are so many um, surprises that you get along the way um, in terms of a, a personal development journey. And obviously, you know, you had a very, a very um, corporate job, mm-hmm. right? Um, when you decided to, you know, just sign up for Avon to um, get that discount on those products. But what's been kind of the most surprising thing about your journey? That I am a successful female entrepreneurial in direct sales. Yeah. That would be, that would be the, the surprise here. Because you, you didn't see that for yourself. No, I was corporate. I wanted to climb that ladder. I defined success as how much money I was earning. And people often will meet you and they judge you or back in the day. 
They would judge you on how much you were earning. What what was your job position? So in the beginning, yes, that was how I define success. Yeah. And so much of being an entrepreneur is really about kind of breaking out of those definitions. Mm -hmm. And so how did you do that both, you know, with your family, with the people in your network and also for yourself? That's an interesting question. In terms of shyness? In terms of shyness and in terms of kind of, you know, getting to a point where you were like, all right, you know, this is how other people define what I should be doing, but here's how I'm going to define it and here's how I'm going to charge forward. Well, what ended up happening is I had that successful job and I thought that's what I wanted. But when you are working all the time, that becomes who you are. Mm-hmm. So I would leave in the dark. I would come home in the dark. And sometimes my, sometimes my day job was my night job, was a weekend job. So my family life really suffered. And and I'm not proud of it, but I, I actually was married and it cost me my marriage. So that was probably a low point. I, I became older and wiser. I met a really great guy who, by the way actually thought it would be a good idea for me to become an Avon representative. He says, Avon sells itself. I don't know where he heard that or why he said that. (laughs) Of course, at the time I said, you know, I don't want to sell anything, but I love the product. So I decided, why why don't I join? But as soon as I joined, I learned so much about this company and I knew I wanted to be a part of this company. Yeah. One, I think probably for a lot of our listeners and a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs out there and a lot of career oriented people, um, myself included, you know, it can really resonate that relationships can suffer, um, you mm. know, based on the choices that we make. And I think that, um, you know, having been there myself in a very similar situation, you know, it really resonates with me. But what's amazing is that you were able to find somebody who really supports, um, you know, the life that you wanted to create for yourself. So how important is it to have that support network? It's very helpful. Now, I know some individuals, they don't have that right. support, but I actually did have the support and I'm very grateful for that. So we wanted something better for our family. And I decided, well, why don't I try to find something where I can put my family first, mm-hmm. yet still earn money? And I, I actually thought it was going to be a pretty easy thing to do. And I was so surprised at how challenging it really was to find a career where you could earn money, but yet still have a life and put your family first. Right. And so I think that that's so interesting, right? Because I think so many people set out to accomplish something and they say, okay, well, if I just check these boxes, it will be very easy. And so you were surprised to find that it actually it was a challenge. I was. And and I, I, I was government. I mm-hmm. was working for the government. And some people would say, you know, are you crazy? You're walking <laughs> away from a government secure job. Right. But at that point, I finally had defined that there was more to life than a paycheck. Right. So the quest became to find that perfect solution. And honestly, I went through several things. Nothing was working. And then I decided, you know what? I'm going to open a, a daycare. I'm, I became state licensed. I went through all the procedures thinking that that was going to be the solution because I love children. And I thought, okay, I can be there with my family and yet earn money and that that would work. But my husband worked nights, so it wasn't fair to him to have all the noise during the day and it wasn't fair to the kids. So that didn't work out either. Right. And here's Avon. So, so Linda, you know, we're talking about perseverance and, you know, you've, you've kept it 
pretty high level in terms of how you've persevered in your business. But I actually think you've had, you know, based on what I know about you, some experiences in your life that have driven you to be a really strong individual and persevere through some tough situations. So can you tell us a little bit about those things? Well, when I was 14, I almost died. The doctors gave me three days to live. Oh my gosh. And I think, like you said, sometimes it is perseverance because it was like, they told me I was going to die and I I didn't want to die. Right. <laughs> so I had to completely learn how to walk. I missed almost a complete semester of school. So I learned very, very young that life's a blessing mm. and to make every day count. And it sounds like at a really young age, you had this like mental fortitude and it sounds like it was just rooted in just wanting to push forward. Exactly. I always, I always worked hard, Evie, always. I mean, when I was in school, I graduated salutatorian, second out of 572 students. After missing a semester when you were 14? Yes. Yes. Wow. And um, other people were celebrating that, but I realized there was a lot of people that were equally smart, if not smarter and gifted, but I just worked really hard. And so, you know, you can take that perseverance and that hard work and and really turn it into so many different things. If you have the drive and the desire and you decide that's what you want. And sometimes it's just figuring out what we want. And so how did your 14-year-old self push through that really difficult time? I mean, learning to walk all over again at 14. Mm. And being away from your friends and out of school, I can't, I can't imagine. I can only imagine that you've carried those lessons forward in your business too. But how did you do that? Oh, I'll tell you what. I, I was five foot seven and only weighed 58 pounds. Oh my gosh. So, you know, I went through a lot of not feeling very pretty, not feeling very good about myself. So I was determined to walk. I was determined to um, become the very best that I could be. Wow. And I mean, so many other people would have given up. So what do you think created that drive for you? Because I, I, I appreciate life. Yeah. I appreciate each and every day. And I just wanted, I wanted to be happy and, and, I have so much more insight now, Linda, into like why you are just such like a golden light every time you walk into a room. This is amazing. Aww. Truly. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And oh, I think that, you. you know, it um it provides insight into how you are able to really create such an amazing path in your business, but also lead people to do the same. And um, it's it's a, a truly an amazing story that you were able to do that, but I'm sure that you've really connected that with all of these other experiences. And that's really formed, you know, the person who sits with me today. And that's part of what I really enjoy about being an Avon representative is because we do get to have relations uh, with our relationships with other individuals. And so many of us, when you're peeling back the layers I can give you a specific instance. I have a person on my team right now. And, you know, when she was growing up, she was told she was, you know, couldn't do things, that she wasn't good enough. And it really scarred her. And so she finally realizes with Avon that she is good enough and that she is capable and that she can achieve her dreams. She wants to support her husband and make it easier on him by being able to provide income for the family budget. And she wants to be there for her daughter. So I think what's 
what's nice is that so many people out there, and I have talked with so many through my career with Avon, who have not had dreams or have not had goals and have felt stuck or in a rut. And once they open that belief system or that belief window in themselves that they could do and achieve and feel good about themselves. Yes. And I think that that message of trying different things until you find out what works for you and what's right for you is so important for so many entrepreneurs and people who are really working to kind of like define their own paths. How did you maintain resilience through that? Boy, that's a good question. I'll tell you. So, you know, sometimes we're our worst critic. And there's there's highs and there's lows. I I would love to say that oh I joined Avon and and immediately got it, but I didn't. I I had to, to figure out that I actually was capable of earning a significant money with this company. In the beginning, I saw people earning a six digit income, and I knew once I decided that this was going to be my career, that's what I wanted. I wanted to be an executive leader. So very early on, I knew that that's what I wanted, but I let so many different obstacles get in the way of what I actually wanted to achieve. Right. Well, I think what's a fun fact is that, you know, women in in social selling and direct selling are actually amongst the highest paid women in the country. Did you know that? No. Yeah. And it's a really amazing way to help people, you know, break that kind of glass ceiling, but also break break the entrepreneurial glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, with Avon, I think we can boast some of those really amazing incomes. And, and you know, for you to be able to see and that other people were doing it and that became kind of the driving force for you to go after it is so amazing because there's ample opportunity for so many like-minded entrepreneurs to do that. You know, it wasn't always like that, right? You had to work to get there. And I think probably some of that work meant getting outside of your comfort zone. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, the first 12 years I was with Avon, my husband had nine surgeries. Wow. My son um, had a concussion and he broke his back. Oh my gosh. So I had my, my dreams. I had what I wanted to accomplish with this business, but I actually also had a lot going on in my family world, but I'm, I feel very blessed that here I was able to be there for my family, yet my business was still able to grow because I'm not limited to working in an office. I was able to actually work my business in a hospital waiting room. Mm. My husband was having surgery and I'd be able to be on a conference call. Right. Or my son would be at activities and I was in my car working my Avon business in my little Avon mobile. And, and obviously that's very different from the government job that you used, to, you used to have. And so, you know, was there a transition for you? Was there something that was uncomfortable about kind of that more fluid ability to work? And, and how did you kind of navigate through that and make it the new normal? I think I had to finally own it that I was the CEO of my company, because I think I didn't view it that way. I was viewing it as um, I was, when when you're with a job, you have that paycheck and you're receiving that. And people would say, oh, you know, you're successful because of that. When you're an entrepreneur, you're in business for yourself. So it's like you have to figure out that path. You right. have to figure out what it is that you want, get that clarity and then go after it. And how do you how do you do that? You open up that belief window to begin with. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe 
you know, that I really was able to earn significant money because I, I, I saw it in other people, but I didn't see it in myself, Evie. I will remember clearly, there was uh, somebody in my area and she really had a lot of experience and she was very good at, at, at sharing the Avon with others. We had a meeting and she walked outside of that meeting and walked up to a vehicle and started talking to the individual in, in the car, getting their name and number. And I thought, oh my goodness, if that's what I have to do to be successful, maybe this isn't for me. Right. But I had to stop and I, I just am so passionate about Avon and the company and the good that it does. And so it was like, no, I don't want to leave Avon. I have to figure out who I am and how I can really excel being me and being the best me. And that's what I did. I said, you know, okay, I'm not that person. I'm me. And what can I do? And then once I defined what I really wanted, and I didn't let outside forces get in the way. Mm -hmm. Up to that point, somebody would say, oh, Linda, can you do this? Sure. Can you do this? Yes. I was available all over the place because I wasn't focused on what it was I really wanted. Once I focused on what I knew I wanted, and then something was either in alignment with that or it wasn't. And if it wasn't, then I said no. I learned to say no. Yeah. And that was a big game changer for me. And so, you know, would you say that some of your advice for someone else trying to do the same thing, trying to be an entrepreneur for the first time and build something for themselves would really be about kind of defining that belief window? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't think people take the time to really even dream or, or discover what their their goals are, what they really, really would like. Yeah. I, I see the beach, you know, I, I, I dream now. I'll be honest with you. When I first became a representative, that was presented to me and I thought it was silly. It was like, oh, you know, I'm just going to work really hard towards whatever it is that I'm wanting and then I'll figure out what I'm going to do with it. But it it doesn't work that way. Right. It works very differently. It's kind of defining what it is that you're going after. You have to define it. And yeah. then once you define it, have clear focus yeah. on and, and then just go after it, become unstoppable. And what about those days where you had a hard time kind of defining that focus? You know, how, how did you persevere forward? My family. When my husband had the surgeries, uh, when he would, would be out of work for a long period of time, his pay got cut. So my Avon income all of a sudden went from just getting a discount mm -hmm. on products that I wanted to being needed income for the household. And so it went from being like, you know, something you wanted to do to something you really had to do. Exactly. But how did you tie your passion to that, right? Because sometimes the things that we have to do can kind of suck the life out of things. So how did you, because you have for 21 years now and still going strong, maintain this like light and passion and excitement for this. So how did you do that? I'll tell you, honestly, when I, when I started Avon, there was this incentive that came out and it just, it just made me so excited because in my mind, after seeing the Avon brochure mm -hmm. and the products and the awesome price points, I was just over the moon excited. Right. And I just thought everybody on the planet should be an Avon representative. <laughs> it could benefit everybody. And I had that excitement. And then 
the journey of learning how to be um, good at what I did. I, I thought it involved, I think I made everything so difficult, Evie. I really made things a lot more difficult than what they had to be. Really, we share Avon. We share the Avon opportunity. We share the products and we become successful. That's it. Right. And I think that, you know, one of the things that you said is, is that you made it more complicated. So would your advice to, uh, you know, young up and coming entrepreneur be to, you know, kind of focus on the simple and simplify things? Exactly. Yeah. And how, how did you do that? How did you remove the complicated aspect of what you were doing and, and kind of scale it back and just simplify what you were doing? It's like, if you decide you want to go to, let's say Florida, Mm -hmm. you just don't get in your car and start driving. Eventually you'll get to Florida. And that's kind of the path that I took. It's like, okay, let's just go to Florida. And I'm going to get in my car and go. So it was taking me a really long way to get there. Right. So I learned, it's like, what is it that you want? Where are you? And what steps can you take? Or if you're going to Florida, pull out the map. It's going to show you how to get there. So I had my beginning point. I had where I wanted to be in then all I had to do is is discover that plan, mm-hmm. work that plan so that I could achieve success. Well, and I love that analogy. And I think that, you know, it's um, the difference between driving to Florida and achieving your goals, right? Is that you kind of have to make your own map. Mm-hmm. But taking the time to take a step back and to outline what you need to do in order to achieve that goal is the same as kind of looking at the map and saying, okay, here are the turns that I need to take. Mm-hmm. And here are the highways and the roads that I need to drive on, right? Right. Yeah. That's so, I love that analogy. That's fantastic. So what are, it sounds like you, I mean, you've had your ups, your downs, and you know, you've done a great job of kind of building out that map for yourself. But I think there were probably some fears along the way, right? Mm. What were some of your biggest fears along the way as you've kind of created this entrepreneurial journey for yourself? Fear of failure. I don't think anybody really wants to fail. Right. And so I think that that was probably one of the biggest fears. And, and stepping outside that comfort zone definitely yeah. was, a, was a huge fear for me. And so how did you get past that? I decided that I was going to do it. There was two things actually that happened with my career. The first one was my family, as you know, was very supportive and I wanted to reward them. So there was an incentive that you had to talk to everyone. Mm-hmm. And you had to go door to door in a neighborhood. Now, I'm a shy person, so that just completely petrified me. Sure. So to get around and be actually able to earn the incentive not to talk to too many people, I kind of stayed away from as many people as I could that day. But to talk to, um, to go door to door, I'm telling you, I think I lost 10 pounds just thinking about (laughs) it. But my husband, we had a van at the time. He was in the van. My son was in a car seat in the back seat. And they drove as I went door to door, just sharing Avon and offering people a sample and letting them know that I was in their community. And they were back and your family was backing you up in the car. Oh, they were right there. Yes, they were. But I'll tell you, I would knock on the doors and many people weren't even home. Sure. And the few people that were home 
were very warm and welcoming and excited that I was sharing that with them. So I just realized you have to face your fears sometimes and just do it. Yeah. And that's really scary. I mean, you know, now in the days of like a cold email or cold text back then, it was, you know, cold door knock, which Mm. is, um, you know, even more scary because being told no to your face is way scarier than via text message, right? Mm. Um, But I mean, what a great experience for you having done that because now I'm sure you feel like you could do anything. And be open to trying right. things. You know, it might not be, you know, the thing that you're wanting to do, but at least try it because you don't know if, unless you do try. Right. And so, you know, aside from like going and knocking door to door, which is kind of the old school way oh, of how we is. did things, yes. right? What, what are some of the unique and effective ways to get attention of, you know, customers and audience for an entrepreneur? There are so many ways and depending on the individuals, again, we can look at that inner strength of us. Right. What is it that we want to do? It can be social. It can be social media. There's so many ways that you can connect with people and build relationships that way. It can be setting up vendor events. It can be getting out in your community like at a community festival. It can be while you're running errands. The nice thing about what we do is you can really share it anywhere, anytime. Right. Just by offering. I love that. And not prejudging. Yeah. Whether this is something that's, good for somebody or not. Let them decide. Say more about that. You know, I I think that that's so important in almost any situation, right? That's more broad advice um, about life than it is just about, you know, entrepreneurship and your business. But how do you, because I think we're kind of predisposed to prejudge, right? Mm -hmm. How do you make sure that you kind of take off that prejudgment hat? And, um, you know, what's some advice that you could give to people about that? Well, for the longest time I had it on. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I, I did the same thing. It was like, oh, I'm not going to ask that person. And I learned, uh, we actually had a doctor join our team. And, you know, she had a lot of debt from, from medical school. And it would have been somebody I would have possibly not offered right. the Avon opportunity to, oh, she's a doctor. She's not going to be interested. But she had a need. We had um, a judge join oh, our wow. team. Oh, my gosh. And again, it was because she had that, that job, but she was looking for that outlet, something right. fun. Right. And that's what I think is great about Avon is because it can be different things for different people. Many do join because they're looking for money. Some people need recognition. Some people just want to belong, be a part of a family. and. Avon can offer all of those things. And I love, you know, not prejudging a situation, right? Because had you prejudged those people, they may not have become part of your your group, part mm-hmm. of your team. Yeah. But you just have to offer. Right. Somebody uh, worded it to me is like, if you're on an airplane and you offer the person on your right a piece of gum, because you're having a piece. Yeah. And they say, oh, thank you. And then you offer it to the person on your left and they say, no, thank you. It's not that they're rejecting you. They right. just didn't want they a didn't piece want of gum. gum. Yes, <laughs> I love exactly. That. Yeah, that's so true. It's so, so true. And I think it's, you know, it's good for people to hear that because, you know, we we're so afraid of the word no, but also if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Exactly. Right? And so when you actually share something, you increase your odds, which is pretty fantastic. And, you know, what's the worst that could happen? I was given great advice. Uh, The saying, um, whether you think you can or you can't, you're You're always right. right. Mm -hmm. So we might as well think we can. Yeah, tons of possibilities there. 
I love that. All right. So I always like to end the show with a few rapid fire questions. Ooh. Are you ready? We'll what, see. What is, and without thinking. Okay. All right. Here, okay. Here's the challenge. What is your number one top beauty secret? Ooh, I have lots. One, <laughs> drink water. Yes. Sunscreen. Yes. Avon skincare. Yes. <gasps> and now we have Aspira by Avon. Mm-hmm. So the beauty inside and out, that's a beauty secret weapon. I'll I'll give you that. That was four, but I'll take it as oh, one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and what is the best gift you've ever received? Best gift I've ever received would be my my children because of my children being born. I now have grandchildren. So that is the absolute best gift. But if you're looking for something tangible, my wedding ring, because that gave me years of blessings with my husband. Yeah. And a legacy that you're building with your family, which is so beautiful. And lastly, what is one piece of advice that you would give to any entrepreneur that you just wish that you had had? Be unstoppable. Go for it. Step outside that comfort zone. Believe you can. Awesome. And then go for it. Believe you can. All right. I'm going to take that with me. Believe that I can. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Linda. It's always such a joy talking to you. Thank you, Abby, for having me. And I hope that everyone listening enjoyed this as much as I did. You can connect with us on Twitter and Facebook and at www.avon.com. And you can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. 